Dink, dink. Dink, dink, dink. Peach dink. Dink. Welcome back to the Dink Fam, the Joanna Julian podcast, now featuring even more Peach. Peachy has a stomach ache today, so she's going to sit in here with us. Peachy gets special treatment. She gets special treatment. Oh, poor baby. She no feel good. All right, welcome back, you guys. It's good to see your faces. Good to see you. This week's episode is sponsored by Tracker. Guys, these little things oh, are so cool. unbelievable. It's called Tracker, like track and then R. Uh, basically, they're little, I, a little tiny coin-sized devices that you can put in your bags, you can put in your car, you put on things that you lose off in your keychain, your phone, and you download the app, and you can find your stuff from anywhere, always. It's it locates your stuff in seconds. It's amazing. I literally just ran around the house and started putting them on everything. It's on your drone. It's yeah. on your backpack, full of your camera supplies. Yeah. So I'll get to more of that later. Uh, right now, guys, go to thetracker.com. That's T-H-E tracker.com and use promo code Jenna Julian for the 30% off your entire order. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by BarkBox. Guys, some of the coolest yeah. dog toys. We uh, showed you guys most of the dog toys last week, and Peach hasn't put hers down. That s'more toy, she has not separated with. Yeah. Ever. BarkBox is a monthly subscription service um, for dog toys and treats that you can get delivered to your house. And right now, you can get one month free, one month free <laughs> when you sign up for a six or 12 month membership. Um, so thank you to BarkBox. Guys, right now, go to barkbox.com slash Jenna Julian to get that deal. Thank you for sponsor. You're still withholding that toilet paper roll toy from her. Julian has this theory that he's going to wait till she destroys a toy to give her a new toy. Yeah, because otherwise she just slowly destroys everything. <laughs> Why and then don't you're you left just let nothing. her have choices? <laughs> Peachy, you want all the toys? You want all the choices. Aww, she's so sweet. She has so many choices right now. Look at her holding my hand right now. I know. I love when she does that. She really needs attention today. Yeah, she needs extra love. Uh, sorry about my shirt, Peach. He's wearing a Kermit shirt. Um, a Sarmet shirt. shirt. I really want to make a, a part two to how to care for your Sarmet video. Yeah, you were talking about that. What would what would it look like? It's it's in the works, in my okay. brain. All right. I got to think and work it out in my mind. Thinking but, can be good sometimes. Wow. Oh, you miss me. <laughs> but if, if you guys would want to see that, I don't even know if people want to see a part they do. two. They do. It's just so goofy. Like, yeah. I like making that stuff, you know? I know, but... It's good. It's like fun. It's fresh it's content. Stupid. It's fresh content. Shut <laughs> up. I hate you. So what are we talking about today? I wanted to talk a little bit about the, wow, the Marina Joyce situation that was going on on the internet. Yeah, that was interesting. It's just, it's wild, man. Like the whole thing was wild. It seems to be resolved at this point, but she has now what? Over a million subscribers. She has almost 2 million. I almost think. Almost 2 million. Yeah. She went from like 600 to like 1.7 really quick. Yeah. I mean, for those of you that aren't familiar, basically she's a fashion vlogger and, uh, people In were, the UK, right? yeah, yeah. People were concerned that her videos, she had some visible bruising. She started acting really bizarrely and people were coming up with these wild theories that she was like kidnapped or being held hostage or, uh, being abused by a domestic partner or getting addicted to drugs or something like that. Yeah. Cause she started just acting kind of strange and the bruises are a lot. The bruises are a lot. Um, but the internet took it upon themselves to start a hashtag save Marina Joyce and it got out of control, man. 
it, it was one of those things that the internet just kind of ran with and like there was no stopping it. You know what I mean? Like a couple people and turned into a, a couple hundred people. Sorry, I'm just trying to put her in her bed. Um, and before you knew it, it was like it was trending on Twitter and everyone and everyone mom was talking about it and then you look at these videos and then there's these leaked videos are they fake are they real um and the, the, honestly for me i think the weirdest part was that when philly d interviewed her that i was just gonna say that was one of the weirdest interviews i've ever watched yeah like you're, you're expecting because he's you know he's philip defranco by the way yeah he had her on his show and um you know he's well spoken. He's he, when he talks to someone, you're expecting a very clear, concise conversation where you can, because you know he expresses what he wants to ask a person very well. So you're like, if he's interviewing someone, it's got to be made clear. Yeah, and, and they're straightforward questions. It wasn't. He was very straightforward. He was very like concerned, sincere, but also like kind of just asking straight up questions. Mm-hmm. And she was down because she obviously agreed to the interview. And when it was over, it it really just felt like. Well, no, I didn't get any closure. I didn't get any sort of light shed on what my questions were. You just kind of answered them very weirdly. You repeated yourself over and over, and it made me feel like I was in the twilight zone. Yeah, the repeating herself over and over is bizarre. Like, she does that even on Twitter. She'll type a sentence that's just a non-sentence. I, see, I don't, I'm like everyone. I don't, I didn't know who she was before this, so was she always like that? Was she always kind of offbeat and like... Well, you can watch her old videos. She wasn't. So that's what's so weird. And like sitting, you know, where we are, it's like, okay, something's happening. Right. Someone's not, you know, there's something that's not being talked about. What is happening? The interview was crazy because the main takeaway was that she honestly feels like people cared so much about her. So all of the, the new people that have subscribed to her channel and that are following her now are the people that really care about her. Yeah. And I think what a rose colored glasses way to look at that, because it's literally millions of people subscribe to her because they're they waiting for a train crash. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think most people genuinely are concerned for her, but it's not like you're following her because you want to buy those dresses she's modeling. Like yeah, people, I mean, people want to see what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And when she answered that question, if they're being honest with themselves. Phil asked her, he was like, do you have any sort of feeling that maybe all these new subscribers are here for the wrong reasons? Right. And she was like, oh, no, I love them all. They're all here because they care about like that's that's delusion talk. Like right. you, you have to at least understand the situation. Like you're you're acting right now like you went from 600 to 2 million subscribers in a week because people just suddenly like found you and you're like amazing. No, like right. you, you kind of are in the middle of this very weird situation that the Internet has kind of lost their mind about. And you're denying that that it's even a thing right well i mean yes and i'm i'm i thought this would be an interesting topic just to talk about maybe you guys in the comments too because the internet or at least the youtube community has never had a situation on this scale where the audience took it upon themselves to sort of police someone's life choices you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they're not life choices. Maybe she's dealing with a mental illness, which is always a possibility. But they took it upon themselves to create the hashtag to like really. It's like the internet planned an intervention. Right. And to no grow one told her. A level of concern for her. Yeah. Um, I don't. Not in my memory or that I'm aware of has that happened within the YouTube community before. Yeah. I mean. But like some of it was just 
opportunistic trolls being like <laughs> yeah all the edits the pictures of her the fake information the edited tweets the edited all that stuff like people were just taking every chance to make that fake twitter video being like don't come here it's a setup yeah because she tweeted out uh the location the to some <laughs> early morning 6 a.m rave that's happening early in august like I don't know. There's just a lot of wild conspiracy theories. And I guess my hypothetical question is, do you think it's right for an audience of a person going through some serious personal issues to have, like, I guess the right or is it right what the audience did? I, I think the answer to that question just straight up is probably no, but at the same time, it that's irrelevant. Mm. You know, when, you, when you're on the internet, right? Like, w- the way your audience acts, the way everyone acts on the internet, the right and wrong kind of changes when you become a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So when you have these hundreds of thousands of people following you and they do something like this, maybe it's not morally right. Maybe it's like you wouldn't want to go do that and then can't come home and tell your mom that you did that that day. But it's not how the internet works. Like it's just kind of like a mob that creates a reality and then goes with it. And she has to understand that like being out there, that can happen. All of us understand that. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of stuff happens. You get, you get, you know, raked over the coals sometimes for things that you shouldn't, but you know that that's kind of the nature of the internet. So it's not right or wrong. It's just kind of, I mean, I think it's wrong, but I don't think that matters. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting to watch because the platform is democratized. So people really feel like if this person's going through something, it's our job to help them. Yeah. You know, I'm convinced that Law & Order SVU has already written up an episode because there was some theories that she was going through some sort of domestic abuse because they had linked to uh, a picture of her having one fingernail painted, which was apparently a thing for domestic violence and the bruising people were thinking that maybe she was being abused um i'm convinced that law and order svu has already, already written writing it up. an episode that's like a, a youtuber yeah. that's trying to cry out for help by you know making a saying, vlog about it yeah yeah we're, we're constantly posting things yeah. hinting it that they need help <sighs> You know, it's, like if that's the case, though, like if you know, let's not rule out anything because no one knows except for Marina what's going on. But like if that was the case, her audience is doing a great thing, and I think the, and they the, would rather err on the side of you know being a little extreme as an audience and caring about her than have something happen to her and not have said anything. Well, the way the hashtag admirable, yeah. I mean, the way the hashtag started out came from a good place. The people who were concerned initially were her fans who were legitimately like. Okay, something's happening. Right. Let's let's speak up. Let's let's tell everyone. That came from a good place. That was like her audience trying to rescue her. Um, I don't I don't have any idea what's going on with her, but the way that she made that video where she was like in her video, she was like, "Let's have a meetup. I'd love to meet you guys. Let's meet." Like the sentence was unbelievable. You listen to what she's saying, and it's so repetitive and like Twilight Zoney that you're like, "What am I even watching?" And so. Something is going on. I'm convinced something is going on. Drugs, abusive boyfriend, something, danger, whatever. Mental there is, illness, there is yeah. absolute, yeah. yeah, mental illness. There is something happening, and it's confusing every every day that passes because then she goes on the interview, and then she's still kind of like she like basically repeated what she did on her video on the interview. She cried out for help in a way, like it made you feel like her answers to Phil's questions were like. 
are you telling us like the opposite of what you're saying right now? Are you giving us code? Like, but then I don't know. It's just very weird. It is weird. But you, like the, like you said, the internet lives for this stuff in in good ways and bad ways. Yeah. They live well, for there's it. people with their hearts in the right places, and then there's people yes. that are just they don't really care what happens to her. They just want to see it. For sure. You know. For sure. Yeah, it's um it's one of the things I'm curious to see how it pans out. Obviously, I hope everything uh, gets figured out with her. I hope she's okay. And well, but, I mean, well, okay. If you were a YouTuber, no, which you are, mm-hmm. or you listening, if you were a YouTuber with a large following, and something was going on in your mind, in your life, in some part of you, and people could tell that you were seriously going through something, whether or not you were even aware of what it was. Like, yeah. for example, if she has some sort of mental illness that's going untreated. And your audience was really concerned about you. And she's not necessarily cognizant of it because she has mental yeah, maybe she in isn't. this scenario. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe she's using a lot of drugs and, you know, people, I'm sure everyone out there has an experience with someone that they know or have seen that go through drug addiction. Yeah. Uh, many of those people do not, they, they have the understanding that they can control it. You yeah. know, they are in denial about the fact that it's really affecting their lives. So like with those two examples, maybe you're going through mental illness and you're not, you don't think that you've changed. Do you think that you're still the same or you're into drugs and you think you have control over it, but it's severely affecting your life, but your audience can see either one. Would you want your audience to step in and have that vocal ability to try and get you help. Well, in this scenario, I'm going to say, yeah, just because if I'm being affected so deeply by something in my life that I'm letting it bleed into my videos that I know a lot of people watch, then I'm kind of signing up for people to come to me and be like, what's going on Mm. on the internet? Because, you know, in a situation where I desperately would not want my audience to be concerned about something in my life, I would be so careful not to let any of that show in my videos. But then again, the situation where you're unaware, mental illness, things that you can't necessarily control, you know, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword. It's a good thing and a bad thing. It's like, yes, I have all these people concerned. Yes, I have hashtags going. Yes, people are aware of me. But then also there's this giant new population who are just here for the freak show. Right. They wanna they wanna be entertained right. at your expense. And that that's what makes the answer to this question so difficult. Yeah, it's so gray area. I mean, here's where I'm coming from. I feel like in a way, just even mathematically, if I post it on my channel every week, mm-hmm. you know, we do the podcast, we, we, my radio show, if at some point, like, there are a lot of people that maybe see me on the internet more than I see my family, for example. Like, if you weren't here and yeah. I just lived alone mm-hmm. and my only connection to other people regularly was the internet, which I do more often than see other human beings sometimes, those are the people that. I guess I'm sort of relying on to, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't see my mom or my brother that often. These people are they seeing know me you more regularly. It's not that they know me personally well, better. The current you, they know they, the current like goings on in your life. Yeah, the, but they're exposed to me yeah. more often than other people. So yeah. in theory, maybe it is a good thing, and maybe they do know if you're changing or if something's happening. Yeah, but, and w- but w- with a kind know. heart, that's absolutely something that's constructive. Mm. You know. And I think about it too sometimes. Like we sit here for an hour every week. We talk like unfiltered. We stream live, which is completely unfiltered because it's live. I vlog four or five times a week. Right. Jenna makes, you know, it's like we're out there. We Snapchat. We're always there. You guys see us. You see our our personality, our day, our our life all the time. So it's hard to dispute, you know, some facts where it's like 
I can't really say you guys don't know what's going on in my life. Yes, to a certain extent, like I know there are certain things I don't include on my, you know, online life, but that doesn't take away the hours and hours and hours you guys do get of me and you are able to formulate a very accurate portrayal of what goes on in my life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like uh, you guys keep up with us so, so up to date so recently that it's sometimes it's hard to doubt that even, even if you didn't have the best in mind for us that you wouldn't have a true concept of what I'm going through. Right. But uh, yeah, in the case of Marina, we don't know her home life or her home situation. Maybe if, you know, she's posting regularly on the internet, that is her, you know, those are the closest people that see her the most regularly. Yeah. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. And there, there was an interesting comment under the video before it was, you know, blowing up like right at the cusp of like people being very concerned. And it said, uh, you know, no one knows what's going on in her life. And if it is some sort of mental illness, keeping her YouTube channel regular and uploading constantly could be at the advice of someone like her therapist. You know, maybe this is her escape. Maybe this is what she does to feel regular and normal and have purpose and have a job and do have something to do, you know, and whoever's reading her that script is just helping her, you know, do what makes her happy and feel good. It's very true. You just never know you what someone's know. life is like. There could be so many things going on that we would never have thought of. Well, yeah, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, they but are. It, it's just interesting to think like, is an audience entitled to tell people to get help or to try and get people help? Do they really know you? Do they not know you? Do they see you as regularly as they think? Or you know what I mean? It's just all interesting. It's very interesting. Because then there's also the question of, are we being played? Like, is their whole online life, and this is just like super conspiracy, but like every video they've ever uploaded, is this like... Are we, yeah, is this one big, long, giant prank? prank? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are we getting Lonely Girl 15 That's what I'm saying. Like, that's totally a possibility. And Mm -hmm. that's something you have to think about, like, especially in a situation like this where she continues to act. Hmm. I don't want to say act because, you know, it might be inadvertent, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But like if we're going with the idea that she's doing this for attention, which is, again, a possibility. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Are we like whenever something like this happens on the Internet, people fucking take notice and there's going to be copycat scenarios. 100%. 100%. Which is crazy. It's wild. The scariest part of that is like. If in actuality this girl's in pain right now and right. someone sees it as as A, she's doing it for other reasons, or B views and attention, yeah. This could be another way to get, you know, popular. Which is sick. I think it would it would make a an amazing, like scary story or scary movie or scary whatever. Oh yeah. Because the idea of her being held hostage or something like that this is, yeah. which she has debunked herself over and over again. That she's not being held hostage, that she's fine. And her mom too has spoken out about it, right? I don't know. I think I haven't. I haven't seen that, but maybe um, that she's. We we've ruled out that as a scenario, at least from her. That she's. But like, imagine against her will. Yeah, imagine like a short story or a short film about a vlogger just making everything being held hostage. <laughs> no, it's like people were commenting on my vlog the other day. They were like Peach Park, Julian's being held hostage. Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's turning into kind of like a joke and a meme, but. Uh, it's it's absolutely riveting to think about. Right? And 
you already know. Like, I'm willing to bet money that SVU is already writing this thing. Because, uh, you know, anything internet, they try to... Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Those are my favorite episodes. Me too. Oh, that's so good. You're like, wow, this is a direct rip off of that one story about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Way to go. Dick Wolf. Yeah. Or it's like the the episode with Logan Paul when they're... Um, video like, games. They're, vid- <laughs> they're video games. They're like hackers. Uh, and they're like streaming live from this basement. And it's like... We are this. This is our demands. And meanwhile, they're supposedly streaming from like a phone and their audio is like bang up and their video is like <laughs> very little, you know, interference. They're in a basement. How are they streaming live like this? Like some of the best Twitch streamers on, on the on the entire platform don't have this good quality of audio and video. <laughs> Get out. Touche. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I, want, I want to see what happens. I'm, I'm curious to see how this pans out. But um, yeah, I just figured. This this is a good discussion to have. I want to hear what you guys have to say because you guys uh, you guys have seen it probably just as much, if not more, than we have. So um, yeah, let, and, let us know in the comments. Like, and what the your general consensus is that everyone I think hopes that she's okay. Yeah, you yeah, know? obviously. Yeah. But anyways, anyways, all right. what? All right, what else are we gonna talk about today? The Bachelorette. Okay. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Um, should we go? Why are you looking at me like no, that? No, I'm just I'm I'm just ready to talk about that. Uh, it's just so irritating to me. The whole thing is irritating. The show is irritating. The, okay, let me preface this. Let me let me preface your preface. Uh, all right, go ahead. If you don't mind, keep, go ahead. Keep, no, keep the thought. Go ahead. Okay. I think I was so blown away last week. When Luke packed his bags, but I was even more blown away when he packed his bags and his bag wasn't a five-star bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor this week, Five Star. Guys, some of the best school supplies, some of the most well-made materials uh, that you can buy. If you're going back to school, you have kids, you have the cousins, you. brothers, you want to get them uh, awesome back-to-school stuff. Uh, stuff. Five Star is what you need. They have extra-large backpacks we had last week with the ex- expandable mm-hmm. seven inches additional for added space, the straps distribute weight perfectly uh, so you, your shoulders don't hurt and your your stuff stays safe in your bag. Jenna's reading nothing. There's no paper inside. I'm there. not reading it. Isn't it like a, a tablet stand thing? Yeah. Look at this. So cool. Yeah. And so are you looking? This is so cool. Yeah. You can stand it up. You can say there's way. you can say on the inside there's clips for your tablet. You can like mount your tablet. In, look at that. Wow, so Five Star is the brand of school supplies that is with it. In, in this time and age, they have stuff for your tablets. They have stuff for your notebooks, your pens. They have awesome, um, the zipper binder that we showed you last week. That is cool. <laughs> it's like a combination of a binder and a folder with zippers. It's like my life. Really awesome stuff. Uh, so guys, when you're going back to school or you need things for back to school, choose five star for all of your back to school needs. Thank you. Five star. Also quick shout out to, uh, BarkBox. Like we said last week, or was it last week? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Peach has fallen in <laughs> love with the toy we got her. BarkBox makes Smart. really, really quality toys. And you can get yourself on a six or 12 month membership plan. And if you use code Jenna Julian, uh, you will get 
a month free on top of that. Whoa. So check and out. And you can pick which size dog Bark you Box. have. Also, yeah, you basically right? go online, you go to BarkBox.com, and you check you check the boxes: what size dog you have, yeah. what type of stuff they'd like. So and if then you have a lab, they'll send you bigger toys bigger than stuff. this. Yeah, um, and it comes in a really nicely packaged box with treats, toys. <laughs> so your dog, this is a toilet paper toy. Like, how cool <laughs> is this? And it's Peach. Like, I'm telling you, Peach wrecks every toy we get her, and she hasn't even like busted a. a that oh, s'more? That s'more at oh. all. Like, not even a single thread has been compromised. So, <laughs> guys, right now, uh, get a month free when you sign up for six or 12-month subscription plans with BarkBox. Go to BarkBox.com slash Jenna Julian and use promo code Jenna Julian. Um, lastly, Tracker. Guys, this thing is so cool. It's a... I don't know if you can see it. They gave it has us, our logo They gave us it. special podcast trackers. Uh, they are very cool because the concept of putting a a tracking device on your item is great in theory, but so much goes into that. Like you think about it and like I've tried other ones and, and they haven't really worked. The battery's eyes, this battery lasts for one year. <laughs> so you put it in your backpack, you put it in your laptop bag, on your keychain, in your so car. Insane. So if you forget where you parked in a parking lot or whatever, uh, they, you can put it in your things and track it right to your phone with GPS. They has, there's an app for it. See how easy that is to take the battery out? Yeah. Just like a little thing. Not that you need out. to do it though. Once a year. Very often. <laughs> Once a year, guys. So I literally just tell them, I went yeah, into the office it. and I just got my new camera backpack. So I'm like, all right, let's slip one in here. And I like tied it to the inside. And now I go on the tracker app and I have the location and I can press a button. And it's it'll, ridiculous. It'll make a noise if it's around the house. You people went on the drone. I super glued one to the drone. Because I've had close calls with the drone where I don't know where it landed and then yeah. I'll find it with Tracker. Or even if someone were to take your drone. Yeah. And it's very inconspicuous. Like this thing is literally the size of a quarter. It's yeah. crazy. Um, there's silent mode if you'd prefer that. There's Wi-Fi safe zones, which basically means if it's in your house and you get too far away from it, it's not going to alert you because it's your house. Mm. Um, so right now, guys, get yourself a Tracker. Go to the thetracker.com. That's T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K-E-R. And use promo code Jenna Julian for 30% off your whole order. And start tracking your things so you don't lose them. Right. Thank you, Tracker. And you Bark can Fox put them on like a, a pet collar, right? Yeah, you can put them on your pet collar. Yeah. Um, because I know like people microchip their pets. Peachy's microchipped, right? She is, yes. But Marbles and Kermit are not. But, but that system is so ancient. You have to go. Well, that's like if your dog gets lost and someone finds them and they bring them to the vet, they, they check their microchip. Yeah. But if you have a little escape artist, like last night we just watched Kermit the Nerve try and wiggle <laughs> through the front gate. Like if we went outside and we oh watched God, them, the nerve like it was point. late, it was like 3 a.m. And it's quiet, but our gate's shut. And the gate has, like, bars, like, about this wide. So you're like, it's just on the edge of, like, can they fit through it? Yeah, but so we just watched them. No, no, no. When we moved in, yeah, yeah, we yeah. knew that Kermit and Marbles can get through them. So we had to chicken wire the back gate. Yeah. but Peach then can't. But in the front yard, there is no chicken wire. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to see, yeah. A, if Kermit would try, or Marbles, and B, if Kermit could still fit through it. And this boy... Tried to, he tried so hard, like he six had his times, head and his shoulders like, his little through, worm body through there, and he kept he jumping. Not and couldn't get up. through. He's like he too was big. Not now. getting up. But so 
Kermit's a little escapee. And then Marvel just walked right through it. Marvel literally just walked Brad. through the fence. But, right in front of us, too. But, like, a micro trip would help if your dog was a little escape artist like yeah. that and got out. Someone found them, brought them to a vet. They micro them and found them. But if you have a little escape artist, or maybe you're in a rural part of the country where you like to walk your dog off leash in the woods or some shit. Yeah. Like, you can put one of those on their collar and then you can find them. Yep. You know? It's yep. genius. It'll literally beep for you, right? Yep, it beeps for you. There's so, like, over. if you're walking around in the woods and you're like, excuse me, Barry, where are you? Beep, 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 beep. There you are. Yeah. Hey. It's amazing. It's wild. But also your car and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. sorry. No, no. Thank you, Tracker. This is a really cool thing and we will absolutely use it. Yeah. Peach, you're going to get tracked. Peach, you're going to get tracked. All right. Bachelorette. Sorry. So, today, guys, is it It's tonight? Monday night, right? The finale, or is it a yeah. week later? It's tonight. Uh, mm, I don't know. Ooh, we should look that. I'll look that up. Maybe. You start your piece. Nothing. I'm just. We talked about this on Julian's vlog for a second, and people have been asking for us to talk about it. But also, if you don't want any spoilers, don't listen ahead because Please. we're going to talk about. It's. I didn't spoil anything, but there have been spoilers out there that uh, Jordan's brother, not Aaron Rodgers, the other one, was in an interview and was talking about some. Uh, issues with JoJo present tense as if they're still going on. Like, oh, we're working with her to, like, get this blah, blah, blah. Some sort of inside joke. And people are like, you're currently doing that? Oh, are you? Oh, well, that's... Oh, I guess we know what happened. You never then. know, though. But it is tonight. I just checked. Okay. Um, so, I had never watched The Bachelor or The Bachelor before. I was like, that's trash. I don't really... It's not interesting to me at all. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. And then last season was the first time I ever... It's not that I've ever watched an episode before. I feel like I had caught some episodes in the past. Yes. And I was like, this is not for me. It's just not... I can't do it. But I watched the season with Ben only because I was watching something on TV and then it came on. Yeah. And then once I watch a whole first episode, I, I now I'm invested. Yeah. And now I have to watch it. Yeah. So I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch The Fucking Bachelor. Now I'm one of those people. Yeah. And I was getting pissed because, A, so much of it is fake and obviously fake. And, B, I'm pissed that I was watching The Bachelor. I'm pissed. I know. I have moments like that where, like, last season was the first time I watched The Bachelor with Ben, and this season is the second time, like you. And there are moments where I'm like, I fucking hate myself I hate so that I'm much watching that this. I'm watching I this. I hate that I'm watching I this. I hate that I'm watching this. I hate myself for watching this. I hate you for making this. I hate everyone in the house for participating in I this. I hate the fact that I'm mildly entertained right now. Yeah. You're like, you resent the fact that you're watching it. And there are, the, the fucked up part is like, you're watching it, and there are certain people on the show that you like, you're like, oh, I feel you. Like, I like this person. I get where they're coming from. I see their personality. And then you're like, they're on this show, though. Right. And they're, like, genuinely trying to tell us that they're looking for love in the most, like, l- fucking ridiculous scenario on Earth. And then it takes you right out of it. Yeah. Like, for me, this season on The Bachelorette, there were a couple guys that I was like, okay, he's cool. Uh, okay, he's cool. But then at the end of the day, they're all just on the same idiotic show doing right. the same idiotic shit. So it's like, it's such a conflicting feeling. I don't know. I'll watch it again next season. I know I will. Cause now I'm like on the train. Right. Well, I think it's interesting to think about just within the history of reality television, it used to be sort of 
taboo to go on a reality show because they're like, oh, you're going to ruin your life. Like, no one, you're never going to be able to get a job. Like, I remember back in the day with real world and stuff, people are like, if you go on that show, you know, you're ruining your life. Much like if you had a YouTube channel, no one's ever going to hire you. You're ruining your life. Yeah, Yeah. you're ruining your fucking life. Why would you ever do that? And then I feel like it became more like, at least on MTV, like all those reality shows, it's like, oh, this is something for like the real world or the world rules or the challenge shit like that mm-hmm. oh this is just like you know a cool thing for young people to do to go live some life issues and you know just live in front of a camera but you're still a fucking person mm-hmm. and then it became a viable career path for people to do something with their lives yeah. you know you could get a career from reality tv correct and that's the point where we're at at this yeah. point, where everyone knows that, you know, oh, you're not going to ruin your life by going on a reality show, yeah. but you're doing it because you want to get something out of it at the end. There's still many people that go on reality shows with the best of intentions and are just there to do it, mm-hmm. which is all fucking amazing and cool. Like, no one goes on Jeopardy to, like, really get in with some director, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with... 90% of reality television. Yeah. Cool. Do you get your little home renovated? Do you, man? Mm-hmm. No, like no one gives a fuck. Yeah. But there are so many people that I feel like go on these shows because they see it as a viable career path, which is irritating to me. And they get called out for it too. Yeah. You know, like, uh, we were watching the guys tell all thing where the other guys were in the reunion show or whatever. And who was who, Chad? Chad, Chad was, was throwing he, bricks. Yeah. He was like, he was like, every one of you guys are trying to get a career in entertainment, right. which is not wrong. It's like, he's not wrong. But, you know, if you're if you're telling me that you went on The Bachelor or Bachelorette and you weren't, like, excited or even, like, planning on the prospect of maybe having a, a cool little following after, you're, you're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're fucking dating people in real life. Right. You don't do that show if you don't care about that. So, yes, he's right. Yes, all of them probably would have benefited from some some fame. But, dude, you're on the show, too. Like, nobody can say that he was on the show. <laughs> Period. Period. I just, like, it confuses me to no end. Why... Someone would be like, I understand that I could get more attention and potential work and like, you know, a semi career after this. Yeah. Who wants that career? Is that re- that's really the career that you want? But it's the same type it of people who start mind. a YouTube channel to get famous yeah, now. It's like with the goal of being famous. It's a it's like it's a generational a viable career thing. path. You know, the people there's always still people that do it genuinely, as I think there are contestants on The Bachelor yeah. and The Bachelorette that are genuinely there because they they want to find love. You know, right. honestly. And then the rest of the people are there for the wrong fucking reasons. Or you know, somebody's there because they're confused. Mm. <laughs> but like. It, it just, it, there are still genuine people, but who are these people? What's your life about? This is the career that you want? Really? That's, it blows my mind. Blows yeah. my mind. Like, I've read a lot of theories that JoJo really just wants to be in with Jordan Rogers, and he's cool with it too, just so that they know that they can have a little bit more attention because of the. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a symbiotic PR relationship. Speaking of which, who do you think is gonna who do you think is gonna win tonight? Jordan. All right. I told you. I think Robbie's gonna win. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I wholeheartedly think Robbie will win. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. The way they cut the promo leading into tonight made me feel like Jordan was acting a certain type of way that was really uncomfortable. I just told you though who wins. Who wins? No, that's not true. 
I told you that. I, and then I also I, I also told you that I read that she she tells him verbatim, I wanted it to be you, and that he does something with her parents or something like that that upsets her too much. I still think And the it's amount Robbie. of her stupid fake fucking crying, I can't get over it. Well she was I crying get, so much last I episode. Like stop! No, dude. She, there was a moment when she was crying You're when an she adult. sent when she sent Luke home, where she could like you could tell she was like out of cry, so she made noises. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, like when you do that, but there's no tears. There's coming no out tears. Of your there's eyes. no genuine like you can tell like you hear it in her voice. Um, yeah, a little too much crying. I asked Ooh. you the other day. I was like, I realized after I asked you that you didn't. You're not a bachelorette. You know, you don't know things she about past seasons. You're not a true yeah. fan. So like. I was asking, like, do the bachelorettes and bachelors mo- like cry this much normally? Is this normal? No or is idea. This just I don't out? know. I know that producers want them to cry. Like, we've been watching Unreal, which yeah. is a great fucking uh, show. Unreal's cool, and I love it, and it, it gives you a lot of insight. But you have to remember, it's a caricature of, of, of the show. It's no, like, of course that. Of yeah. course. But, like, obviously, whenever they cut those, like, little sizzle reels together for next week, they if someone's emotion. crying, yeah. if someone's, like, angry and screaming, obviously that... There's blood or an right, ambulance. it's way better. Yeah. So JoJo, at some point, every episode is like, oh, my God, I'm just so confused. Mm. But she's a terrible fake crier. Terrible. But, I, like, I was this saying- is this is our American television culture, though. Is Remember when we were watching Hotel Hell or, mm-hmm. like, even Bar Rescue sometimes? And you can tell in the later seasons, they just are, like, upping it. Like, to be ridiculous. Like, Bar Rescue, I think, is a great example. Because... Um, bar Rescue is a great show if you don't ha- haven't watched it. it. John Taffer basically just goes to shitty failing bars and then fixes their people problem and their whatever problem. He's incredible at what he does. And then, and he has longevity in his and Yeah, his and then redoes their bar. Sure. Yeah. So the early episodes are legitimate, like, you know, someone's getting drunk on the job or, like, they have a problem, lots of problems to fix them. And then in the later episodes, the, it seems like keep these cooked up yeah. dramas, they, they send the camera crew there a couple days before John gets there and they must tell them, like, like, the more desperate your bar seems, the more likely it, the, he'll come help you. So the employees are, like, fighting each other outside. Like, just crazy shit is happening that would never really actually happen. Yes. You know? Yes. The, I mean, it's, it's the producer effect. It's well, like yeah. it's – you need – yeah, sorry, go on. But so you see that transition happen within a series, right? Yes, yes. And you get to a point where you're like, you know what I would like so much more than this fake bullshit? Is if you just did the show straight up. I like the concept. You already have me. Yeah. I don't need all of this yep. bullshit. I feel like, honestly, The Bachelor and The Bachelor, I will probably would have started watching a long time ago if it was completely honest. Yeah. But the, fe- the fear of becoming stale, the fear, the fear of these shows becoming irrelevant and going off the air is so large. And the, and the, the rat race to get number one on, on right. Monday nights is so big that they're like, who the fuck cares what you want? We're going to make this the most dramatic, ridiculous shit ever. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but, but I, I feel you. Like, some of the most, be, someone, the best shows, the most, like, rewarding shows I watch are just the fucking straight up, like. Yeah, straight up. If someone made, like, a serious, honest Bachelor show and, like, First of all, by the first night, they could eliminate 90% of the contestants. And that then would have it would to be, be like, like, it would have to be like a YouTube series. Three people, you know? Should be a web series. Well, I'm convinced that JoJo probably already has her top three in her head after the first fucking night. Yeah. Julie, if you lined up 10 girls, you know? Or I lined up 10 guys. I could tell you after 10 minutes which ones I would probably right like to get to right know better. Away. You know? There's 
Absolutely. There's no way that your red flags, your your like core indicators of a person don't go off in the first fucking 10, 20 minutes of meeting a person. Seriously. So you're telling me that they spent weeks and weeks and weeks together in the same house and now she's making these tough decisions. I get it when it comes to two people, but when it comes to like six, seven people, you're like, no, you knew that guy was a dick. You knew Chad was a joke. Like, come on. Like, right. this is, you're, you're fooling no one. But like, like you said, if they made a, a bare bones dating bachelorette show where it was like no drama no one would fucking watch that period i I know you would but no one would i would i would love it i would love every second of it no group dates no bullshit none of that garbage i really just want to see someone just have a real like genuine creating a relationship yeah that that needs to be on youtube i'm telling you that's going to be like a youtube series like a version of the bachelor bachelorette where you know i the only thing really drama stirring up is going to be a thumbnail you know they're not going to have to cut together yeah. these promos they can just kind of have but then again i i'm convinced no one watch i it. think it would be cute because as we're moving like people at the height of reality tv everyone was like this is amazing because it's not scripted you know how refreshing is this survivor and stuff yeah. and now we're at the point where even television is too fake for us so we go to the internet and parts of the internet are too fake for everything's us. becoming fake yeah i think that we're craving realness and we find that far more entertaining at this point in our internet lives then the cooked up bullshit circles right back to the Marina Joyce thing. It's like that's why people jumped so fast at this event, this because whole I thing. Because I want to watch real. something real, even if nothing happens. They want it's 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 intriguing. You're absolutely right. There's so much fake stuff being manufactured for entertainment that is so the opposite of entertaining. Right. Sometimes, because so now when yeah. you see something real, it's like holy yeah. shit! I need this. This We're is finding- so. That's what I'm saying. If if there was a Bachelor and it was real, or if there was other versions of other reality shows on on YouTube or on somewhere where you just cut out all the bullshit and you just give me the straight up what it is, I find humanity to be the most entertaining thing at this point. That's I mean, a hundred percent. Like take just a page. Just people being real. Take a page out of why people watch vloggers. Right? Yeah. Like you watch people go to the fucking grocery store. You watch I people sit that. down on their couch. I just, I watch your Kindle haul. I watch your grocery videos. If you are one of those people that uploads those videos, I watch them. I genuinely watch people organize their kitchen drawers. Yeah. Why? Because I find it outrageously entertaining. We were on Twitch watching a guy blow glass for two and a half hours. My mom was in town. She was there. We were all on, we, we were commenting, we were, we followed this guy sitting in a room. Just blowing glass. Blowing glass like a fucking monster. Like putting these, cra- he made, he made a glass, like a wine chalice with a fucking thing for a his pipe. pipe. <laughs> like a pipe holder a pipe. built into the side. Yeah. So you can smoke and drink literally in the same I know, thing. I was watching somebody like Domestic Dan or something, I think their name was. I'm so sorry if any of you are fans of these people and we keep not saying their names. Yeah. Butchering. You're going to look them up? I'm going to look up the guy we were watching. He gave like a Viking funeral. Egypt. Egypt? E-J-I-P-T yeah. is the guy who blows glass. <laughs> but we were watching, um, or I was watching Domestic, Domestic. Dan, yeah. maybe I think his name is. And he gave a Viking funeral to like a cookie that he burned or something. And it was hysterical. Oh, is and he I was the like, guy in the kitchen? Crying. Yeah, and he had like six different camera angles, like music playing. It was so fantastic. And he's not like doing some big show. Domestic he's just, Dan. He's just in there cooking. And it was like the most entertaining thing ever. His shit is cool. I right? remember his stream. That kind of blew me away. But like, I don't need you to create this fake fucking yeah. PR bullshit. I just want to watch some goofy but, but 
dude in his kitchen baking cookies or some guy blowing glass. But what's so fucking nuts is that this this all comes full circle when you think about the monster of reality TV or internet content that just is trying to grab eyeballs any way they can. This circles back to them literally going full circle from real to fake to fake to fake to fake real. Yeah. Right. Like the if you can imagine the Marina Joyce thing being a whole stunt, right? The people behind that right. are trying so hard to get people to watch that they're like, "Let's fake this real event. Right. Let's make this so real, like it's it's almost the bare bones of reality TV, but it's gone literally full circle. Right. It's jumped its own shark. It's jumped its own shark. Right. It's trying to be fake real, but it's fake. Right. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm, we were talking the other day because we watched My Neighbor Totoro for the first time, which was so Such embarrassing because Such we'd been movie. to Japan and I got the toys. Like, that's how the whole thing started. The, yeah. fir- the first time I went to Japan was only a layover at the airport because mm-hmm. we were on our way to Singapore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got I literally was in the airport shop store, whatever, because we had like five hours. It was just me and Rome. You weren't there yet because you were graduating from college that <laughs> day. Busy. And then yeah. Venice and Bali. Yeah. And I was just standing in the store with Rome and I saw the figure cat bus, like the little stuffed cat bus. And I was like crying, laughing, like cackling, fucking laughing in this airport, like a rude person because I'd never seen cat bus. And I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. So I bought a little cat bus and I bought a little Kiki from Kiki's delivery service, which I still haven't seen. And I posted them on my Instagram and was like, I just got these at the Japan, whatever, Narita is it Narita? I think it was Narita, yeah airport and everyone was like oh my god that's my neighbor totoro like that's that's kiki's delivery service you have to watch the movies and i was like wait these are movies i thought that they were just you know toys so i brought them back gave them to the dogs and then a bunch of people sent us more the dvds yeah, the yeah. movies yeah like five of them we had like five copies sent and us. we had them and you guys know that i never watch any movies yeah and we had them in the living room didn't watch they, them still they're blu-ray by the way Pop in a Blu-ray. Pop in a Blu-ray. And then we went back to Japan for a second time, or the first time really being there. And I got like seven cat buses, like all these Totoros, like all this stuff. Still had never seen in the movies. I just liked them. Gave them as gifts. And then we watched My Neighbor Totoro. It was pretty special. It was fucking incredible. And then like the night after... Because we, I, you saw, if you saw my Snapchat, it was like almost in tears. Yeah. I loved it so yeah, much, yeah. and I couldn't believe it had taken me that long to sit down and watch it. And yet, every week I sit down and watch the stupid fucking Bachelorette. I know. And like we watched it the next night after we watched My Neighbor Totoro. I know. And we had this moment where we looked at each other after our souls like felt so full from yeah. watching My Neighbor Totoro, and then we're like. The show makes me feel dead inside. Yeah. It feels like my soul is getting sucked out every time I see JoJo fake cry about some dude she knows she doesn't like. I know. It, like, it, it hurts my heart because you feel yourself getting more and more shallow as you watch. I wasted my know. time. All those hours that but I like, watched The Bachelorette and when by... I could have watched something that made my soul feel amazing. I'm the problem. You're not, though. I'm the problem. <laughs> okay. Me. <laughs> okay, Chen is that you're the problem. I'm the problem. You're not. I am. Okay. I'm part of the problem. All right, now you're sounding like JoJo. <laughs> but definitely by comparison, you watch a movie like My Neighbor Totoro and you're like, wow, this is 
this is really pure. It's really sweet. It's really yeah. well done. It's such a simple story, but it's also so like, if you watch it and you think about it, it can be introspective if you want it to be, you know, it's just, it's very, it's nice. It's pure. It's straight up. And you watch The Bachelor, it's like nothing about it is anything of that. Yeah. It's, it's all manufactured. It's all fake. It's all, even if it is real, it's all about shallow shit anyway. Right. So it's like, it's, it's by comparison, it does make you feel like, why, why do I waste my time? Why do I, do? especially, you know, not even stuff that's like, oh, like it's a happy, fun movie. Like there are thousands and thousands and thousands of documentaries out there that I've seen so few of that I would love to see all of yet mm-hmm. somehow I'm I'm busy watching The Bachelorette right. on him on Monday night. Well, I watch a fair amount of Vice. Vice no, is yeah. fantastic. And I love documentaries and like I would like to make one one day. Like documentaries are the coolest thing to me because it's like right. it's documenting something and in real life. And they don't even have to be serious. It's doesn't just to, real. It doesn't have to be serious but it's it's like you you take away so much like when you watch a doc you take so much away from it. A doc. <laughs> yeah. Doc. Why did I just sound like really douchey for yeah. saying doc? Sorry, <laughs> when you guys. Watch doc? When you watch a documentary, you take you take. There's always something you take away from it, even if it was something that you don't relate to at all. Right. Like it could be about something even you never you even knew existed. Yeah. yeah, you take something away, mm-hmm. not just like fake cry. My soul learns nothing from The Bachelorette. We were like dying laughing at that conversation when she went to, to whatever Utah, or Denver, or I don't fucking know, yeah. with Chase. And one of the contestants, and they had nothing, like, no conflict that episode, clearly. So they just started talking. She was like, so your your parents, they're divorced, right? And he's like, yeah. She's like, what do you think, like, is that going to, like, affect your ability to have a relationship, like, in the future, you think? And he's like, yeah, totally, like, definitely. And she's like, okay, well, you know, we're, we can talk about it. Like, we can work through it. I'm like, this is a conversation that never happens in real life, ever. We're going to work through the fact that your parents got divorced and I think it might affect our relationship, but it's going to take a lot of time and communication. Like what drunk conversation is this? Half of the kids in this country's parents are divorced. You You think anybody gives a fuck? Yeah. Like you talk about it maybe, but just does it affect your ability to fucking hang out with somebody? No. It's, it's, Drunk. It's trying to make drama out of something. Oh, it that's was not the, re- the reach to end all reaches. Yeah. But there you go. It's like that was a bad week for the unreal side of The Bachelor. Like they couldn't find anything. They couldn't manufacture anything. It's going to take so much communication for us to like get over the fact that your parents got divorced when you were a kid. Like it's you an saw- active problem between her and him. Garbage. Or, or even baloney. like, or even like a relevant issue. Yeah. If why anything, is it even if anything, yeah, maybe it affects him. But why? But why does it affect? Him? This is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so bizarre. It was so reachy and bizarre. Anyways, I have to stop. And I was still. I would like to point out again <laughs> that at the end of the season of The Bachelor, when they announced JoJo as the new Bachelorette, you already said she this. literally. I know, but I'm saying, I'm reminding everyone. She stepped over him. It's so symbolic. Like, she didn't give a... This was the person that you were on the floor in the bathroom crying because he said that he loved you yeah, but, and then broke your heart. You literally stepped over him to be the new... Ba- I can't. But 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 that's I'm that's so something happy. I don't necessarily agree with. Like, you're saying that that her stepping over him, like, he's, like, literally an inanimate object, it shows that her love for him was fake. If you just got your heart broken by someone and you had the chance to be the next person on the big show, of course you're going to want to throw the middle finger up to that person. Like, fuck you. You didn't pick me. Here's my show. No, I'm she didn't step want to get you. picked. She was in the friend zone I'm since just day saying, one. I'm just saying, like, it may be symbolic if you think about it that way, but I think it's more bare bones. Like, this person just broke your heart. No. Let's let's put your foot in their face. Her heart was never broken. But I'm just saying, 
from a person who believes that she actually liked him, you can identify with why she might have wanted to stepped over him at the reunion show to announce that she's now the shit and he's not. Just playing devil's advocate here. Fair enough, fair enough. But you know what? She, yeah, I'm just. I, I think stop. we should. I, I think stop. we should nix the JoJo talk for the rest. I gotta stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aggravated, and I need to reevaluate what I do with my time because this clearly isn't serving me. This is hurting me. <laughs> it's hurting my soul to have this discussion. Yeah. I'm pissed. All right. Well, we had to do it. Oh, fuck. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out this week for another podcast. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> let us know in the comments uh, what you think uh, about the Marina Choice thing. We'd like to hear your, your thoughts. And, then and I'm also, also really sorry about the Bachelorette <laughs> finale tonight, your predictions, and if we got it right or wrong or whatever. I think it's Robbie. Um, I'm going to go play with this toilet paper roll now with Peach. Can you please give it to Weechie? She doesn't feel good. I'll today. give it to her because she doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, check out BarkBox. Uh, go to BarkBox.com and use promo code Jenna Julian. Get a month free with 6 or 12 month subscription. Go to Tracker.com. Use promo code Jenna Julian. 30% off and use 5 star for all of your back to school needs. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank and you thank sponsors. you guys so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, fam. Love you. Have a great week. I'm mad. I got to go. <laughs> have a week that's better than Jenna's attitude on the podcast right now <laughs> bye, bye.